everyone on uh, that is waiting on Telegram, please help me just tell them that we are going to do uh, Facebook alone today. So Esther chapter 5, uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm so excited about this uh, particular chapter. So let's say a word of prayer before we go ahead. Father, we thank you. Thank you for today. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for this book. Thank you for how you've been um, teaching us and guiding us all, all these weeks. We ask that you open our eyes and our hearts to learn from this, what you want us to learn. Shine your light upon these letters in the name of Jesus. And at the end of everything, we have a request to glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so welcome everybody uh, for joining us. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. So uh, let's go straight into the, uh, le into the lesson, Esther chapter 5. Let me just read uh, the whole of the chapter and then we'll come back it's, uh, and, and explain. Uh, on the third day of the fast, okay, I, I, want, to, I want to get um, two, two translations. Possibly NLT. Just give me a moment, please. Okay, let, let's use American Standard Version as a second one. Now it came to pass on the third day that Esther put on her royal apparel and stood in the inner court of the king's house over against the king's house. And the king sat upon his royal throne in the royal house over against the entrance of the house. And it was so when the king saw Esther, the queen, standing in the court, that she obtained favor in his sight. And the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. So Esther drew near and touched the top of the scepter. Then, <clears throat> then she said unto her, What will thou, Queen Esther, and what is thy request? And it shall be given unto you, even to the half of my kingdom. Number one, what kind of favor rests upon a man that makes a king, or I mean, rests upon a woman that makes a husband want to share up to half of his properties, of his wealth with her, even without a divorce? Just watch it. And Esther said, if it seemed good unto the king, let the king and Haman come this day unto the banquet that I have prepared for him. Then the king said, Cause Haman to make haste that it may be done as Esther had said. So the king and Haman came to the banquet that Esther had prepared. And the king said unto Esther at the banquet of wine, What is thy petition? And it shall be granted unto thee. And what is thy request? Even to the half of the kingdom it shall be performed then esther said then answered esther and said my petition and my request if i have found favor in the sight of the king and if it pleases the king to grant my petition and perform my request let the king and Haman come to the banquet i shall prepare for them and i will do tomorrow as the king has said okay let's just do verses one to eight let's let's zoom into that this is exciting so uh last the uh, chapter four ended with the declaration of the fast uh, uh esther asking people to fast for her uh she's going to also fast uh with her people in the house so uh 
on the third day of the fast, uh, okay, the whole book, number one, I mean, the whole chapter um, talk, is, is distributed, I mean, divided into two. The Esther, the, uh, Esther breaking her fast, I'm going to meet the king, and then Haman's plan. So now, it was on the third day of the fast. Uh, the Bible doesn't make us to know even if she has broken her fast. So even though um, Esther was in anguish in her spirit, but she came up to the king, I mean, put on her royal robes. So some of the things I want us to really look at um, in these verses, one to eight. Number one, Esther's bold approach to the king. Now, we said last week that when you have... Um, when you have prayed, when you have sought the face of God, when you have sought the face of an of the heavenly God, then the, the, the heart of an earthly king is not a problem. The heart of an earthly king is, 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 is a piece of cake. Let me use that word. The heart of an earthly king is not a problem when the heart of the heavenly king has been sorted. So she was bold after the communion with god that's something communion with god does for us that when we have communicated with god you know you have prayed you know you have sorted this then there's this boldness that comes your i mean that comes with it that oh i know i have prayed about this god is going to grant me favor about this so she was bold and she went there even though she knew that this may be to death so but something in that appearance, she didn't just go stupidly. She positioned herself in such a way that the king would see her, and she was she dressed the part. I mean, she was just she was still fasting. That was the third day of the fast. She had not broken her fast, but she put up the put on the smile, like put on the. She changed from her fasting clothes, and in those days when you are fasting, you put on. You know, solemn clothes and things like that. So this one, and, and I mean, this probably is only a foreshadow of what Jesus said that when you fast, don't don't let everybody know that you are fasting. Cream your face, you do well. I mean, go out there. So this was actually what she was doing. She was she did. She put on a, 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 I mean, I mean, a lovely apparel for her husband uh, to notice her. Uh, so uh, then when she got the, uh, uh, look at the, the, the favorable reception, number two, the favorable reception which the king gave her. Uh, so the Bible says when she saw her, she obtained favor in his sight. We should understand how delicate this time is. Number one, Esther has been prevented from the king for 30 days, possibly by Haman. We said that last week, you can... Check the podcast for last week and 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 going to I mean go through that. So it's a mixed reaction. It's a mixed feeling. So when she obtained favor in the sight of the king, so she obtained favor. That kind of favor made it made the king ready to give half of his kingdom. What kind of favor is this? I mean life. Is not hard when you have favor. When you have favor, when the favor of God is when someone has favor on his life, you just be enjoying. I mean, you just be enjoying things. 
How, what else can she ask for? Meaning, although this is a proverbial um, uh, 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 thing that anything you ask for will be done. And Herod also used that proverb in the New Testament when his daughter danced. So let's just look at um, and something. So, um, uh, so I put here that her countenance was cheerful and very amiable, even though her heart was in anguish. A lot of Christians fail this test. Uh, when things are wrong, when things are going bad, the whole world will know on your face. I mean, everybody will know that this, something is wrong with this person. Or even though her heart was in anguish, her countenance was cheerful and very amiable um, to, to her husband. And that about two things that I want us to pick from uh, the favorable reception she got from the king. Number one, the king protected her from the law, uh, assured her of, of, her, of safety by holding her, I mean, pointing the scepter onto her. Of course, that's, that is only because uh, of the favor of God uh, on her. Because the king may not even see her at that time. The king may be in a mood that he doesn't just want to see her, and that is death. Uh, so the, 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 the power of God prevailed. The power of God prevailed. Uh, on the king, so because she has sought the face of God, so if you have, if you seek the face of God, it is definite. It is, it is hundred percent that it will prevail over the matters of men. So someone is going through something today. You're you're hoping um, that a man needs to make a decision to favor you. Once you seek the face of God, the man will protect you from the law. I mean. She was, she, she has, there was a 50, there was even a higher percentage of her dying, but God had intervened and made the, the, the husband to protect her uh, from the law. Uh, number two, um, he encouraged her, uh, what do you want, even to the half of my kingdom? Now, that statement, even if anybody is going to kick against it, that statement has already put Esther in a good mood. Even if everybody is going to say, oh, who invited you here or something like that. So even though Esther feared that she, she would perish, uh, but was promised that she would have anything she might ask for. So God in his providence often, pre often prevents fears uh, and outdoors the hopes of his people. So at times when we are fearful and we are hopeful, God at times outdoors our hopes. I mean, it does beyond what you could even ask or think. And I speak to your life today. I, I pray someone listening to me, watching this today, that God will outdo your hopes in the name of Jesus. God will outdo your hopes in the name of Jesus. So, uh, so this is an encouragement to always pray to our God, not faint, pray without ceasing. Um, that's what uh, 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 the Bible says. So even though Esther had no friends, he had no, she had no connection here who would intercede for her. She had no political ally in the inner courts, but she advocated to the father. She went to the father uh, and the father spoke for her. And how much more? Uh, Esther had nobody to even speak for her with the king. How much more we, we can boldly enter the presence of God because we have an advocate in Jesus. Uh, so that's it. Number three uh, on that, uh, all she requests, all the requests she has to make of him at this time, he will play that. It, that this, 
The only thing that I ask for you at this time, please come with Haman to this banquet. Uh, now, there are five wisdoms in this strategy. So Esther asks that the king, the only thing I ask for, I've not seen your face all this while. You know, she had, if, if, maybe, probably if it was uh, the, the, the people of these days, they, they, they could have, I mean, I've not seen you in 30 days. It's, it's, it's enough for the woman to have an attitude. You, they've prevented me from you for 30 days. She could have given him attitude. I mean, she if she had given him attitude, everybody would have understood. But there was wisdom in that. All I'm asking for is come and eat. I mean, who does that? What do you want? Why have you been here? Just come and eat. I just wanted to eat something. And there are five wisdoms in this. Number one, she would she would intimate, she would intimate to him how much she valued his favor and company. So this is just to tell the king that I just want to be with you. I just want to be in your company. How much I value your company. So, number two, wisdom here. She will try how his tooth affected to her. Because at least if I ask for dinner and you say no, okay, <laughs> I will know what to press. You know, you don't just put everything on the table. Ah, this man wants to kill me. He wants to kill my people. If he probably just said that, it have been, it wouldn't have been the wisest thing to do at that point in time. So she wanted to test the waters, see, okay, uh, where do I stand? How much can I press? Can I push for? Uh, so if if she had requested reject, if the king had rejected the dinner. At the banquet, okay, okay, it's not it's not a good time to do this. So that's wisdom. Knowing just test the waters a little bit, test the waters a little bit, don't just go bam. That's wisdom. Number three, wisdom number three. Um so she would be able to bring the bring the king into pleasant humor, soften the spirits, uh, I mean, just calm the situation down, make him relax. Do you understand? Yes, this might be the good time to talk about this issue, but make him in good spirit. Like, buy him to your side. And wisdom number four, he wants the he wants Haman, who was, because she would have noticed too that Haman had been around him, and she knows that it was Haman also who made that decree. The king gave Haman his signet ring. So, everybody knew that Haman was the king's favorite. So, bring Haman into this dinner now that is wisdom so that it will not even Haman will reject you tell the king that oh uh, your excellency or your majesty you have this uh, present need you have to attend to something or bring an excuse so inviting the king to come in the company of whom in, she knows that the king loves do you understand so that there will be so that she she will say nothing of him uh, that will Tall his face or something else. Just make sure that puts everything in. Do you understand? Even though she knew uh, that that was her enemy, but she wouldn't put it there. I mean, this is just wisdom. She wouldn't put it out there in the face of the king at that time. So, number five, she hoped at the banquet of wine to have a fair and more favorable opportunity to present her petition. Uh, so wisdom is profitable to direct. I would manage some men that are hard to deal with. 
and take uh, and to take them by the right handle. So this is just wisdom. She understands. Okay, when men are drinking wine, uh, okay, you can present some issues. So five wisdoms here. Uh, so at the next point, I would love to make. Yeah, of course, uh, the fact that the king readily ordered Haman to come. Oh, please let Haman come and, and uh, to the king's. I mean, to the queen's banquet shows that. Oh, yeah. Um, we're we on course <laughs> we're on course so uh so and when Amman, when they go to the king uh to the queen he really for you to understand that this is not just a uh, fluke the king requested again what do you want even up to the half of my kingdom i mean again and again that's to show that when the favor of God, and we say, I think we said about two, three weeks ago that favor is repeatable. Favor is repeatable. You can do favor over and over again. And how is favor repeatable? By good understanding. What is good understanding here? She understood she was wise in, in bringing in, in requesting the king to come. She went to the meet the Lord in prayers. She went to meet the Lord in prayer. So good understanding repeatedly brings favor ah so my next point um now look at this uh Esther thought it uh, uh to ask no more than a promise again so Esther re reacts again that okay uh please come again tomorrow uh to another dinner and i will tell you what the what the problem is now there are two major points under this thing number one uh, Esther's prudence uh this is an an extra mile of patience and i mean an extra mile of patience if there's anything we should learn from esther is our patience and our wisdom and she hopes probably for more time to pray that god should give her a mouth and wisdom two things you need in life a mouth to ask and wisdom to know the timing, the Lord will grant us a mouth and a wisdom in the name of Jesus. What is hastily asked? Please write it down. Write this down if you're writing. What is hastily asked is often as easily denied. What is asked with a pause deserves to be considered. What is hastily asked is often easily denied. But what is asked with a pause deserves to be considered so when you do gra gra with everybody calm down calm down point number two under this why esther had to postpone and ask for another meeting ah esther may not even know the reason why she's asking the king to come back but it will we'll soon know in the next chap chapter uh to just delay a day longer she may not know or god knew god knows uh what something has to happen that night <laughs> between that night and tomorrow morning something has to happen that will further make um the whole strategy the whole thing favor both Mordecai and esther i uh, will see that next next chapter but God needed to put Haman at the peak of his undoing. 
and that, that was one of the reasons. But at this, at this point, probably Esther didn't even know why. She um, she asked for a day, uh, a day's delay. Let's go. Um, okay, so uh, that's uh, verses one to eight. Let's go to verse nine. Uh, so the topic changed. Now uh, it became uh, back to Haman. So uh, let me read from verse nine to the end in amplified version. Haman went away that day joyful and in good spirits. But when he saw Mordecai at the king's gate, refusing to stand up and show fear for him, he was filled with rage towards Mordecai. Meaning that there's no, see, people with low self-esteem, people that hate your progress, people that don't want your, people that just hate you for no reason, no matter the rate of success they're having in life, no matter how much God is blessing them in life, they will never, ever, ever be satisfied until they get to you. That's what happened. I mean, you just dined with the king. And he even bragged with that, with the fact that it was, it was the only one that the queen invited to a, to a banquet with the king. But that was still not enough. This tiny little bit must... Do you understand? Like, people will not just rest until... I mean, just overlook some things. But he didn't know that it was actually planning. I mean, it was all uh, a setup for him, actually. Let's go ahead. Nevertheless, Haman controlled himself and went home. There, he sent for his friends and his wife, Zeresh. When Haman recounted to them the glories of his riches, the large number of sons, and even and every instant, instance in which the king had magnified him and how he had promoted him over all officials and servants of the king and Amman said even queen esther let no one but me come with the king to the banquet she had prepared and tomorrow also i am invited by her together with the king yet all this does not satisfy me as long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting at the king's gates, everybody that no matter their success will not satisfy them until they see your downfall, the Lord will make them fall in that same pit that they give for you in the name of Jesus. I mean, who does this? He just recounted on all the great things that God has done, I mean, that has happened in your life and how you're the favorite, you're the richest, you have sons and this. But he said, this, all this will not satisfy him. I mean, all this will, not, will mean nothing to him until, I mean, when he, if he sees Mordecai sitting at the gate, look at this. Then his wife, <laughs> then his wife, Zeresh, and all his friends said to him, who are your friends? Who are your, who are your, who are your acquaintances? And who is your wife? I mean, this is, this is, this is, this is sad. Because the advisors didn't fall into this pit. The advisors weren't the ones that were impaled in this. We'll see that next chapter, though, in, in, chapter, in chapter 6. Uh, it was him. Well, look at the kind of people he, he has around him. And Zeresh and his wife and all his friends uh, said to him, I have a gallows 50 cubits high made. And in the morning, ask the king to have Mordecai hand on it. Then go joyfully to the king, to the banquet with the king, and advice, and the advice pleased Haman. 
so he had the gallows made okay let's just let's go back to, to verse 9 uh, we'll just walk our ways to verse 14. please type your questions if you have any uh type your questions if you have any please uh, so that we can quickly uh, attend to that i can manage my time we have about 15 minutes to go so uh of course Armand was puffed off by the by, by being invited uh to the king's uh, banquet to the queen's banquet but all those sides of Mordecai put all those I mean brought all those joys all those satisfactions down now a few points under that Mordecai himself was determined as ever he knew that yes they have chosen a lot I mean they have cast a lot on a particular day they're going to be killed and was still resolute in his belief stand firm for the truth no matter what he I mean he stood up not he was not moved even though he didn't try to seek favor and say, yeah, oh God, oh God, the top or oh, be the boy is good. He stood by what he believes and it pays him. Number two, uh, uh, so impatient, uh, that following year, because the, the lot they casted is that, oh, they're going to do it almost a year after. Aman became impatient and said, I must, I must destroy this particular Mudeka. Even if the Jews are waiting until next day, this guy, I must destroy him now. So he became impatient. I mean, and uh, so it made his own spirits uh, restless. He became so much agitated. Uh, uh, so, and so that neutralized all his enjoyments. So now meditating revenge and then the kind of people he surrounded himself with. Now, why would why would why would they ask him to put up a gallow? Um, number one is to kind of show everybody, like if anybody dares any nonsense with me, tries any nonsense with me, this is what is going to happen to them. It's a way of forcing down intimidation on the on the other people. And this is really um, um, instructive. People of God, please be careful and mindful of the kind of people you allow to advise you. He who has your ears um, as, your, as your heart, people that speak into your ears. And if you're the kind of person, we've said this several times, and look at his wife gave him this kind of an advice. His wife, his wife, his wife. What kind of advice are you giving your spouses uh, for the married people? For those who are not married, you have people who are, who are confident, I mean, who take you as confidence. What kind of advices are you giving them? And you yourself, what kind of advice are you listening to? I mean, what kind of advice are you listening to? And it was supposed to be the next day. And I mean, this 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 like action movie, things are now happening back to back. Uh, we're going to look at what happened and how God um intervened in chapter six because uh the lord is telling me someone is watching me people are planning your downfall and that downfall is going to be for your upliftment in the name of jesus the same people that are planning your downfall will be will be asked to announce your progress your uplifting in the name of jesus can you just see a word of prayer say lord give me a mouth and a wisdom a mouth and a wisdom wisdom to know when to use the mouth mouth to actually open my mouth and talk whenever i need it lord give me wisdom 
and a mouth. Give me a mouth and a wisdom that in my life I will understand how to place priorities. I will understand how to make things, how to put things first, what to put first, when to talk and when not to talk. And the Lord will grant us favor in the eyes of kings in the name of Jesus. Uh, do we have any question? Uh, that has brought us to the end of uh, today's uh, chapter. Uh, any question? Any question at all? Do we have any question? Let me check. Okay, no question. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you so much. I do appreciate it. And thank you. Uh, we'll see uh, next week by God's grace. So let's just say a word of prayers uh, as we close. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to learn again. Father, we ask that you favor us all around in the name of Jesus that you give us a mouth and a wisdom to know when to act and to be able to talk when we are supposed to talk in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray those of us that are surrounded with bad advisors, bad counselors, Lord, change these people. So let, remove them from our circle of influences in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you very much for tuning in. God bless you. I'll see you next week. Bye.